the malady, the misery, the shame of our whole race, by Henry Law. He must bring to the Lord a young bull without defect, as a sin offering for the sin he has committed. Leviticus 4, verse 3. Sin. The sound is brief, but it presents a dark abyss of thought. No mind can trace its birth. No eye can see its death. Before the worlds it scaled the heavens and dragged angels down. In life's first dawn, it entered Eden and slew innocence. It ends not with the end of time. It ever rolls on in its ever-deepening course. Reader, think much of sin. It is earth's death blow. It marred the beauty of a beauteous world and stripped it of its lovely robe. It caused the soil to harden and the leaves to wither and decay. It turned fertility into weeds and armed the briar with its bristling thorns. It made the clouds to blacken and the storm to rage. It raised the tempest's roar and plumed the lightning with its forked wings. It placed its foot upon a perfect workmanship and left it a disordered wreck. Reader, think much of sin. It is man's ruin. Its most tremendous blight fell on our inner life. It drove the soul from peaceful fellowship with God. It changed the loving child into a hardened rebel. It robbed the mind of light. It rendered reason a bewildered maze. It made the heart a nest of unclean birds, a spring of impure streams, a whirlpool of tumultuous passions, a hotbed of ungodly lusts, a den of God-defying schemes. It is the malady, the misery, the shame of our whole race. It is the spring of every tear, each sigh which rends the bosom, each frown which plows the brow, each pain which racks the limbs are cradled in its arms. It is the mother of that mighty monster, death. It digs each grave in every graveyard. Each widow and each orphan tastes its gall. It fills each hospital with the sick. It strews the battlefield with the slain. It is the core in every grief. It is the worm which gnaws the root of peace. Reader, think much of sin. Its terrible destructions do not die in the grave. There is a region where its full-blown torments reign. It built the prison house of hell. It kindled quenchless flames. It forged the chains which bind lost sinners to their burning beds. It sharpened the undying sting of an upbraiding conscience. It arms the jailer, Satan, with his scourge. It bars the hopeless in that outer darkness where weeping ever weeps, and wailing ever wails, and teeth forever gnash. And all is woe, which knows neither respite nor end. 
Reader, think much of sin. It works this bitter and eternal anguish, because God's curse attends it. It raised a rebel hand against His will. It dared to violate His holy law. It strove to lay His honor in the dust. It trampled on the statute book of heaven. Therefore, God's anger fiercely burns against it. Hence, every misery follows in its succession. He must be wretched. Who has God against him? Reader, here is a picture in which all horrors meet. Regard it with an earnest eye. No fiction colors it. No power can overpaint the terrible reality. No artist's skill can represent a flame. The dreadful truth exceeds description. The lost writhe out eternity in fully learning the deserts of sin. Reader, receive the soul-reviving voice. Though sin is death, the sinner need not die. There is a fortress of escape. There is a remedy to heal these wounds. What, though your sins are as countless as the sands? They all may disappear. What, though the dye of each sin is double crimson? Each may be washed away. The filth may be all cleansed. The debt may be wiped out. The soul may meet Jehovah's eye without one stain. There is a way by which the vilest may stand pure. God's love decreed a plan. He willed a ransom, and His Son achieved it. Let us draw nearer to the amazing sight. Each sin must bear its merited load of woe. Each curse must be endured. Each violation of the holy law must drink the dregs of condemnation. Jesus comes forth to help. The guiltless one takes the guilty place. The God-man represents his chosen flock. He stands as their complete sin offering. He pays in anguish and in blood their every due. Their wrath is endured. Their penalties are paid. Their sufferings are suffered. Their agonies are agonized. The saving work requires infinity of woe. Infinity of woe is borne by Him. His deity enables. His manhood qualifies. Thus their sin is fully punished. Thus the redeemed are fully saved.